This is Sky. And this is Raina. And, and we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories. To revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Wow. I said, wow. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I said, wow. I said, wow. Wow. We just had wow. a jam session. If you're tuning in, let me, let me, let me, let me give you what's going on right now. Me and Raina are back at our home base where we first started this podcast. We are so many weeks in. Man. We have uh, twice a year Spotify picks their favorite podcasts of the year for the first half and the second half. They pick 20 podcasts out of over a million. So many. And we are in the 20. So, wow, I said, wow, no flavor flavor. Okay, <laughs> seriously. I'm Raina. And I'm Sky, <laughs> And today we want to talk about life just being good. Life is good. Life is really, really good. It's really, really abundant. Yeah. It's really fruitful. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. It's wondering. Yeah. Always thinking... What's next? What's next? What's next? Not letting this shit stop you. Ever evolving. Always. Yes. Always. Yes. Life is like, yeah. finally, it feels like, okay, we're going somewhere. Yeah. No, we're in motion. I know. You know? And I do want to say this before, because um, this whole episode, basically, Raina and I, it's very interesting. We're always in similar headspaces. If she's really stressed out and somebody's in her home and it's a problem, I usually have somebody in my home and I'm really stressed out. If we're purging, we usually purge like at the same time. If we're emotionally like blocked, it's usually the same time when we're really inspired the same time. So lately, we've kind of just um, been in a place of, I don't know, just really appreciating and enjoying life and it feels kind of like <clears throat> a lot of shit is going crazy in the world and we understand that it's a privilege to be safe mm -hmm. and to be able to cover our bills and um to just be in a good space during yeah. this time so we we want you guys to remember as you're listening mm -hmm. we're speaking on our lives hoping that you connect to them that's the entire point of this podcast so with we we understand that some people could be like that's insensitive the world is going crazy but we're kind of in a space of extreme gratitude mm -hmm. in the craziness mm -hmm. and that's what we want to speak on and so we're not saying that you know life is just great and easy for everybody there's some people going through some crazy shit mm -hmm. and um, we all experience things at different times you know when we're depressed we speak on depression but right now where we both are yeah. is a space of extreme gratitude and just kind of exhaling and saying through all of the bullshit mm -hmm. life is good life is good yeah and also i feel like both of us have always been extremely empathetic yeah so we always recognize that it could be worse Mm -hmm. Even even right now, yeah, we we acknowledge that shit could be so much worse. Yeah, 
We don't beat ourselves up over it. We don't say, like, we don't deserve these things. Mm -hmm. But we just acknowledge that there are people out there that are struggling. And that would be thrilled in this position. And exactly. No matter what position we're in, though. We could be at the bottom of the fucking pits and still we feel like we have everything. Yeah. We're always satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, we've never Mm -hmm. lived a life of literally just constant yearning and struggle you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's like we we have been blessed in really Mm -hmm. incredible ways and so yeah I think that that's an important conversation to have we're not saying that everybody in the world is this happy or you know we understand that that it's a privilege to Mm -hmm. see the world like this right now but we think it's important to spread some positivity and maybe just kind of get you thinking about and and kind of get your brain rolling about things that that was gross Girl, damn. I you listen guys, here's what happened. I ate a bunch of snacks before we started because I got a little nervous. I was stress eating. I didn't want to underperform. <laughs> and then I had a Milky Way and the caramel kind of just connected to the side of my esophagus and it just went down. So that was what you just heard where I went. You heard me digesting the Milky Way because I listened to you. And I saw in the ratings some of you guys didn't like when mama was smacking and I cut that shit the fuck out. So, um, sorry about that. What you heard was caramel dropping. What was I saying? Yes. <laughs> I can't. It's important. Um, it's important to just really reflect and be grateful for things. And we kind of hope you listen to this episode and go, wow, I really, I take that for granted a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, life is good. Or, wow, maybe that was a little ungrateful of me. I'm, I'm going to appreciate my friends a little bit more. Like, we want to yeah. just kind of see if maybe by listening to some positivity and understanding that we've not always been in this positive space, you know, which we will <laughs> get into yeah. when we decide to unpack our baggage um, before <laughs> we bounce back. Hallelujah. So, yeah, I think that we, we, we really hope you just listen. You feel inspired to kind of count your blessings a little bit more. Uh, we understand that everybody's struggling. Everybody's going through shit. But right now, what we want to talk about is life is good. So, <laughs> tell me about the state of your being right now. How are you? How do you wake up feeling in the morning? I don't know why I want to cry. <laughs> and that's weird. I don't like this feeling. Um, being back at the home base really brings out some emotions, honey. You're, you're going to dig it out of me today. I see the look in your eyes, and I'm ready. <laughs> I am a warrior and a child of God. Okay, how am I feeling right now? Joyful. Mm-hmm. I feel grounded. Mm-hmm. I feel um, aware. Mm-hmm. And I feel optimistic Mm. I don't know I'm feeling you know and it's it's very strange to feel these things because for so long like I I couldn't I couldn't live in joy for too long I'd have a bad day more often Mm -hmm. and and for so long I mean all of 2019 I was like depressed and just trying to figure out just I was at the lowest of my lows. I just felt like nothing else can right. what else can happen mm-hmm. at this point. Work sucks, you know, families arguing, friends I don't feel understood. I'm broken up. I have no money. I'm sleeping on my mom's couch. Like, okay, we've crumbled. So I know what it's like to feel that lowest. So it's very unfamiliar for me to be in this space for so long. Yeah. And so optimistic and so able to brush things off and not get offended and release things. And um, and it's a great light feeling. When I wake up, I'm very conscious of thanking God out loud lately. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up and I go for my phone and then I'm like, 
thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for waking mm-hmm. me up. I'm grateful. And that's something I've been practicing for the last few weeks. And I just feel like in a time this crazy, I feel incredibly blessed to have work to go back to, mm-hmm. to have my bills covered by the work that I do, even when like the world is going really slow. I just, I, I feel incredibly grateful and I'm trying to not feel guilty for mm-hmm. being grateful and just understanding that everybody's having their pain, how can I simplify it? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm donating, I'm sending money. If like a single mom tweets, like anything helps, like I'm doing my part, yeah. you know? And so I, I don't feel guilty for enjoying my blessings because I, I feel like I'm spreading them as I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just the balance. If you're grateful, pass it on, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I'm in a really grateful space. I don't know. I've been enjoying my walks. I've been eating healthier. I've been practicing discipline. I've been trying to drink and smoke less. I've been Mm -hmm. trying to, I don't know, but then in the same, I've been celebrating so much life because I just had a birthday. Yeah. I've been celebrating my life. That's Mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. I've been celebrating my life, my health, Mm -hmm. my friends. Mm -hmm. I've been just grateful and like, I appreciate you. How can I spread this? My mom always says, babies are happiest when they're talking to angels. And if you ever see a baby just talking into the sky, talking to themselves, you see like, you know, it's just like a lot of people believe that they're talking to their angels. And so I feel like as we grow older, we forget how to talk to and keep in touch with our angels. Wow. Because we can say, thank you, God, but... Some of us don't necessarily always feel connected to whatever that God is because it's like, I'm always talking at you. Are you talking to me? Right. And I think sometimes when you start to to teach people, okay, this is what angels are. Mm -hmm. This is how they look. They'll come to you as Mm 11-11. They'll come to you as Mm 4-4-4. They'll come to you as a hummingbird. Mm -hmm. They'll come to you as a specific tree. They'll come to you as a Siamese cat. They'll come to you in so many ways. They'll come to you as a June bug. Mm-hmm. They'll literally come to you mm-hmm. in so ma- many different ways to, to show you you're on the right track, to show you I was supposed to meet you here, to show you you're, everything you're doing is fine. And when you start to acknowledge all of those signs, when you even just start to be like, that was a sign, you just pick up on it. Right. You just, you're just thankful you're just like, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. Just We just wow. said it earlier. Thank you so much because we were having a malfunction. We were like, yeah. thank you. We're just always saying thank you. To who? Who knows? Right. We only know these people that are protecting us. Yeah. We don't know how many yeah. generations, yeah. how many people who we've just walked across, who've passed on. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many people are watching over us. Damn. It's deep, too, because it's like, as you say that, I kind of just had the realization that it, it's disturbing because, like, we pay way more attention to our demons than we do our angels. Mm-hmm. Like, we pay attention to every bad sign, every this. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to get my demons under control. But, like, we never talk about the positive side of things. I know. And it, it's just so deep because it's always like I saw a tweet earlier that said, when everybody says karma, they always make it negative. 
What mm-hmm. is good karma? I'm living good karma <laughs> yeah, right for now. Sure, for you sure, you know, for and sure. it's like we pay so much attention to bad karma. Mm-hmm. This happened cycles. This demons my bad habits. It's like, but are you really paying attention to blessings? This like, it's like, what mm-hmm. are you choosing to to focus on? And so, it's very interesting because in a year you can go from. Being Man. obsessed with your demons and insecurities and that's just the way I am and I'm working on it and I have problems and I'm depressed and I'm sad and my anxiety is horrible and speaking bad all the time. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, kind of just kind of have this aha moment. Like, mm-hmm. I, I look at how I was talking last year and I'm, I can't even believe that that was how I felt. <laughs> it's also like when you acknowledge just, and, and you receive wisdom for one, but also when you acknowledge the things that you go through and you realize that when you speak life into things, they continue to happen and happen and happen. Mm-hmm. The more life that you go through, you're like, I need to watch what I say. Mm-hmm. I need to watch how I think. Mm-hmm. I need to stop cursing myself. Big or small. Big or small. Yeah. We yeah. we curse ourselves in the littlest way. We don't even realize that we're cursing ourselves sometimes. Yeah. We're cursing ourselves sometimes by the way that we treat others. Yeah. By the way we speak to others, speak on others. Right. Right. And we don't even realize it. Right. <laughs> so you start to be more careful because you're like, okay, I realize that most of my blessings come when I'm the most silent. Wow. That's why they say move in silence. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know how you might curse yourself mm-hmm. along the way. Curse, jinx, set yourself up. Like, set it's yourself like, just back. Just do things silently. Wow. Yeah. Life. <laughs> it's just interesting because words are so powerful. And I think we know that and we're very cautious of it. But there's some people who are even more cautious of it and it blows my mind when somebody's like I won't even speak you know because I'll say, still say dumb stuff like oh yeah and then I'd punch myself in the face like yeah. some people do not believe in speaking anything bad I know my friend had come over the other day and <clears throat> and um <laughs> he came over the other day and we were making cookies and um and he goes oh man I really want to eat a little bit of the of the raw cookie deal. Mm-hmm. I was like yeah if you don't mind having like a tapeworm in your stomach and he goes, I'm not going to eat anymore. And I go, oh, shit. Like, oh, no. sorry. I was just kidding. Like, just eat a small amount. He goes, no, I don't want it. I said, no, just like. And no. I felt so stupid. I go, just eat it. He goes, I really firmly believe in words. And he says, I think once it's already spoken over it, he's like, I don't even want to do it. He goes, so. I And I was like. He goes, I, I believe in words so much. And oh. it it kind of just like, I know it wasn't that deep, but in the same it was yeah. that deep that he was like, I don't even make jokes about my health, babe. Like, yeah. don't even joke about. <laughs> and it made me, you know, and he didn't take it offensively. He just mm-hmm. genuinely meant, I do not speak that kind yeah. of shit. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Because if that even manifested a little. I know. And I was just like, wow. Personally, you know, for me with the space that I'm in, I'm happiest because I know myself so well these days, Yeah, you know, and I've made peace with so much. And even the things I don't like, I'm like, ah, whatever. They're, they're not horrible. You're mm-hmm. not a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Even the other day I caught myself, I was looking in the mirror and I liked what I saw. And yeah. I was trying to find something. Yeah. I was like, this is too unfamiliar of a feeling mm-hmm. that head to toe, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I was like, there's something that has to bother me. And then I kind of just stopped, took a step back, 
literally gave myself a compliment in the mirror and was like, you look so good today. And I just turned the light off and walked out and I was like, you are so used to picking at yourself yeah. that you you don't even know how to process this feeling of just satisfaction head to toe. We were just having this conversation and we were talking about where we hold stress the most. Yeah. Where do you hold stress the most? Um, my stomach. In your stomach. Me too. Yes. And so or my I get headaches as well. But I stomach. do too. Yeah. So the other day I had a headache. Yeah. And my stomach was huge. I was like, oh, when did I get this big? <laughs> and then I thought to myself, wait, I'm not gaining weight because I'm not doing anything different. I'm stressed. Right. I was like, fuck, I'm really, really stressed. So I'm starting to, I'm sitting and I'm thinking, what am I stressed about? What am I stressed about? What am I stressed about? Every single time I walk past a mirror, I'm checking my weight. I'm checking my stomach. I'm lifting my shirt. I'm, I don't even, now, I don't even want to walk past mirrors because I'm yeah. like, why do you always have to pick on yourself? Like you just said. Right. So I stopped looking in the mirrors for like six days. Wow. Do you look in the mirror every day? Yes. I look in the mirror every day. So I said, you know what? I'm not looking in the mirror for the next six days. I cannot. I'm, I cannot because it's going to drive me nuts. I didn't look in the mirror for six days. And I looked at myself this morning in the mirror and my stomach was so small. I was like, oh, my God. I'm creating this. I am creating that stress. Wow. <sighs> And I am picking at myself when I really actually like me. Mm -hmm. Why am I being so mean to myself? Like, what is the point? Jeez. I don't like this behavior. Like, Jeez. what would you say is the most beautiful thing in your life right now? Thing or person? <laughs> Well, there are a couple of beautiful people in my life. <laughs> Woo, show is. Um, the most beautiful thing in my life, because uh, that's another conversation. Mm, I think it's a mixture between my entire family is consistently getting along. Mm -hmm. And we just all hang out by choice. Like, mm -hmm. hey, when can we all go to dad's? It's such a beautiful thing to <laughs> yeah. see. This is where we choose to hang out. Yeah. And that my dad is in a space where nothing is more fun than seeing my kids. Mm -hmm. It's such a great balance. And, you know, the other day we had a family day. You came over. You brought Umi. And, like, my dad can't stop talking about it. <laughs> He's like, you know, and just being around family feels so good. And so I think that is one of the, the greatest things in my life right now is, is just that peace between family yeah. and and seeing your parents fulfilled as they get mm -hmm. older is really special. Mm -hmm. Just just to see how happy he gets, I'm like, wow, I feel like I just did a good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I also, I just know that so many work opportunities are coming and I'm so excited to mm -hmm. just really get to do my thing. Yeah. I think that is one of the greatest things um, in my life. And, and it's just, it's beautiful that I love what I do enough to be ecstatic to get back to work. Mm -hmm. Because I have a lot of friends during this time who are like, man, mm, this unemployment, I never want to go back. Yeah. I love what I do so much that it's like jail. Yeah. It's like torture. <laughs> Every day that I get up and I can't do what I love is like something is taking from me. So I, I feel like that's such a beautiful thing to love what I do so much that yeah. I'm, I'm yearning for it. Mm -hmm. um, and to be able to get paid off of that, to mm -hmm. be able to get paid off of doing the things that you're absolutely obsessed with um is awesome what I, about you i feel like for me 
one of the most beautiful things in my life right now is I'm starting to see everything with new eyes. Mm. So I feel like for a lot for a large part of mine and Mark's relationship, I've always like wondered and worried like are is he still gonna love me? Is he still gonna love me? Um in ten years, is he still gonna love me? Um, in two months, like after right. being a bitch for two months, like, is he still going to love me? Like that, that's always like a constant thing that I've even told him multiple times till this day. I'm like, oh, you don't love me anymore. And I just say it mm. and I just say it and I just say it and I just say it. And I just say it. But recently I was watching, um, the hood healers live and I sent it to you and there was a part towards like the middle or end. And she, she was breaking down Gemini. Yeah. And she was like, Gemini, I just feel like you're falling in love all over again. And she was like, I feel like um, your relationship is taking a turn because you guys were stagnant. And then you were always living in this like moment and time of uncertainty. And she was like, I feel like you just know now. And so I started to look at like mine and Mark's relationship. And when she said that, like something inside of me was like, yes, like I I do feel like I'm in the process of falling in love all over again. And it happens time wow. and time and time over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, OK, this really actually is how I'm feeling. So for the last two weeks, literally two weeks ago is when I changed and I found new eyes and I started to feel like I'm falling more in love. Like, I don't care. Wow. If he stops falling <laughs> stops falling in love with me or I don't care if he he doesn't love me anymore if he's not going to love me in this moment in this time I'm just going to keep falling in love because wow. there's nothing else that I can do. I can just do that and if he fails or I mean if our relationship fails and or he said uh decides he doesn't love me anymore, at least I know that I got the best experience out of it. At least wow. I know that I was falling in love. Fearlessly. Fearlessly. Without thinking right. like, oh, one day something might happen, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So I feel like that probably is like the the best thing happening in my in my life right now because it's not just with him. It's just wow. like all around. It's like I'm just really grateful. Just grateful for everything. I'm just like, okay, this person isn't being a burden. They're just trying to help. Just let them know that you need space. You know, right. like, like yeah. just learn how to use things and say phrases differently. It doesn't always have to be, I fucking hate you. You suck. This, that, and the other. Like, it doesn't always have to be right. that. You can just be like, you start to talk to yourself and you're like, what's really bothering you? Right. And then you break that down. Yeah. And why do you think that person is that way? Is it worth trying to stick around? And is it no. that serious? And is it that deep? Yeah. Is it really that deep? Yeah. And perspective changes and for me that's the most beautiful thing in my life is perspective changes wow being open to them and being able to release and being able to see some people go through shit and they're stubborn right they keep the same mindset forever right you have to change Things have to change because people are going to change the people around you are going to change are you changing with them are you changing for the worse of your relationship and if so how do you find you know you have to move on to the next thing yeah wow but you have to change like throughout life it just has to keep going and it just has to keep going and different things will make you happy yeah and being open to the things being different Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a great meal sometimes it's a cuddle session sometimes (laughs) it's disneyland sometimes it's ooh. 
Sometimes it's, I don't like that word anymore. Uh, sometimes it's ordering churros in the middle of the night. Like your happiness is going to come in different doses. Everything's not going to feel like the greatest high on earth. Sometimes you just have to see good in the really, really little things, you know? What do you see when you hear the word beauty? What do I see? In your mind. Like what comes up? I think it's changed. I think before beauty, I thought glamorous women when I heard beauty. Mm. That was just it, Mm -hmm. you know? And now with me hiking a lot or, you know, watching my dad and Umi painting by Mm -hmm. themselves, I think beauty. I think, you know, and and I still think beautiful women, but that's not my first thought. My first thought is the sunset when I hike Mm -hmm. is 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 a feeling inside when mm-hmm. I'm like I look in the mirror and I go wow like mm-hmm. your spirit's coming through your face looks nice today you're beautiful mm-hmm. I just I think before my initial thought off top was always pretty women mm-hmm. when I heard beauty yeah. you think beauty looks makeup faces you know yeah. and now I'm I'm beauty is so broad it still yeah. is that for me yeah mm-hmm. I love aesthetics and wow and she's so symmetrical and so pretty and I love all of that <laughs> but when I think beauty I include different things now it's you sunset. paint a picture yeah you it's, paint a picture it's, it's visual. like it's not just that one thing yeah it's, it's a everything. huge umbrella it's everything it's yeah. like you can see yourself sitting on the sand in the beach like you can right. see your dad smiling in your head like you can you can see all of these things and they're be- you can yeah. see a text message between you and your mom yes it's not yeah. even that it was a physical thing that took place but in your mind yeah. you remember what she said and you that made you feel and good so much is beautiful so much is beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like you? <laughs> um when i that's what it is when when i hear the word beauty in my mind like if i close my if i close my eyes i can see umi running in the sun yeah mookie chilling in the shade and everything else happening around them But I just see them, like, just just having a good time. Mom goals. (laughs) Mom goals. Wow. She's dedicated to her kid, I tell you. She said, beauty is anything surrounding my son. (laughs) Bitch, I know that's right. That's why I don't have no fucking kids. Because I would be like, beauty is when I'm naked and just exfoliated. (laughs) You're like, if my son and my dog are surrounded by nature, that's beauty. Bitch, you so goddamn deep. Miss Angelou Shakur, ladies and gentlemen. I can't. Oh, my God. Wow. You woke me up, bitch. (laughs) I was a little sleepy from the Doritos, but I'm up now. I'm up. What do you think of in your mind when you hear contentment? And do you think sometimes, do you, one, think it has a negative connotation? Do you think sometimes people use it negatively? Contentment? Yeah. When I think contentment, I think positive. Okay. Because you know it can go both ways. Like yeah. People be like, yeah, I mean, I'm content with it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I've never, I've never looked at content, the word, as a negative word. Wow. So I've never used it in that way ever. Wow. If, if I'm going to use any word, I'm going to use settling. Okay. I'm settling right now. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, should I settle for that? Right. But... I will never get, if I do settle for it, I'm not content. So I'm not going to use that. I think it's super passive, personally. Yeah. Like when people are like, I was in love with my ex, but with him, like, I mean, like, I'm content. Yeah, no. Like, it is just really, (laughs) 
it's making me want to fight. So anyway, when you think of it, it's positive. And and when I hear contentment, I think clear mind. Wow. I think not stressing. I think not worrying about what bill I have to pay. Um, I think just like relaxed, like relaxed mind. Huh. To me, that's content because it it takes a really long time to get there. Yeah. Especially us. We think constantly. We're thinking about ideas. We're thinking about this. We're thinking about cleaning uh, everything. Like we're just thinking about everything. So when you just have that moment of not thinking about anything, you sit there and you're just like, wow, things are actually good. Like I have nothing left to do for the day. I think if content was a sound, it would be... (sighs) Yes. You know? <laughs> See, this is why we're soulmates, y'all. Because everybody can't feel me on. <sighs> yeah, no. It's, that's content. It's, it's almost like satisfied and at peace. It's like freedom. Yeah, like, I'm very content with the space that I'm in. <laughs> but it's interesting because I've heard it so negative. Like, um, you know, he could do more, but, like, I'm content. Like, I, I just, when I think of it, I think of, you know, take my socks off. Wiggle my toes, put them up, and go. <sighs> yeah, that's what I think of with content. And I don't think satisfied is a bad word either. But I think a lot of people have negative, negative feelings of satisfied. Like, oh, like, do you love him? Um, I mean, it's not amazing, oh, but I'm satisfied. I never think of satisfied as. Yeah, as but think no. about it. No, it's like I hear that. I mean, like, yeah, I was satisfied, but yeah, but. But, yeah. Right, but my ex. But I mean, but I was satisfied. Like, but then when I think satisfied. Oh, did you did you enjoy going to your favorite restaurant? I'm so satisfied. Mm-hmm. You get it? Mm-hmm. But I've heard it so many times, like content. Yeah. But for me, they are light words. So it's very interesting when somebody puts satisfied as a low. I've never looked at it that way, but so I hear shit. it all the it time. must be the weed. No, but <laughs> what's crazy is when people say it to me like that, because I hear it all the time. Right. It still doesn't register in my mind. They're using it negatively. It doesn't because I'm just like, mm, okay. I know. Sounds good. All right. What if I look up definition of satisfied? It's like somewhat negatively okay with what you have. I'm going to be like, God damn it. I should have gone to art school at the bare minimum. Oh, where's my college degree? Um, I Yeah, maybe if satisfied is a negative word, I'm quitting this entire podcast. But I swear it's a fucking no, positive word. It's positive. And people use it so negatively. Like... Yeah, I mean, you know, we had sex. I was satisfied. <laughs> like, and maybe that's some LA shit. I don't know, but I hear I don't know. it negative. I don't know either. I hear it negative a lot. That's tripping me out. It's a lot. Let's move forward. It's I a know. lot to take in. We'll we'll revisit this queen. Don't worry. I'm not gonna leave you hanging. Is it possible to feel fulfilled without reaching all of your goals or attaining a lot of wealth? Is fulfillment, is that a part of the package deal with fulfillment? Is like you're you're exactly where you want to be in your career? Um, as far as wealth, no. Okay. Because I've never really had much money, so I've never had to like find happiness in money. Okay. Um, but I do find for me that it's hard to feel fulfilled. If I don't have, like, if I have five specific goals in my mind, mm-hmm. if I'm not, like, done with the first one or working towards it, I can't feel fulfilled. If things are, like, getting in the way and I keep having distractions and keep having long days of not working, 
and two months have slipped me by, Mm -hmm. I cannot feel fulfilled because I'm constantly thinking about getting that one task done and out of the way. So for you, accomplishing tasks or goals leads to fulfillment. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because for some people, they could be like, no, it's not that. It's just if I keep myself happy and I work out a lot. Like some people work is not a part of it. But I feel like with both of us, we we love being active and creating. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of our fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I think without being allowed to work or or do things that are creative mm-hmm. in any form, I think we wouldn't be fulfilled. Yeah. But it's interesting. Some people are like, I could never work a day in my life as long as I could be by the beach. Yeah. For me, no, I could I not be by no, the beach. No, I couldn't either. My fulfillment includes, you know, yeah. creative Accomplishing goals. things, but also finding a balance between the things that you're accompli- you're trying to accomplish because you could have in your mind, like you, for example, you could have in mind, okay, I'm shooting this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm writing a show. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm developing characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, I also want to get a project out. I want to sing again. Like mm-hmm. you could have all of these goals in your mind. Mm-hmm. And if you're not at least working on one of them, It's not healthy to think of all seven at the same time. Like today I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do this. I think it's easier and it's better. And it's, and it's, it's more likely to, that you'll feel fulfilled when you're working at one at a time. It's like raising, um, your art kids. You mm-hmm. want to give them each solo attention. Exactly. Because if you do it all at once, they're going to feel neglected. Exactly. You got you to gotta raise and send them off one by one. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. So visual. <laughs> Must be the weed. Um, <laughs> I agree, though. I feel like, yeah, work is a big part of it for me. I have to feel like, and not even for the fame, success, or that aspect of it. I feel success when I'm happy with my performance. It's nothing to do with, right. like, the ratings said this. That yeah, adds. No. That's exciting. <laughs> but for me, if I feel feel like I killed it that's a feeling of fulfillment as uh, of its own what about accomplished will the ratings and all of that will that make you feel accomplished I think it adds to it the more you're in the game because right now everything's new for me okay but awards and stuff I think become like a validation that you're still killing it when you've done it for years because mm-hmm. you're not really sure how people are receiving you mm-hmm. so I think you know, awards ultimately don't determine if you're making great art or not. But I think sometimes our egos like that satisfaction mm-hmm. of um, you're still you still got it. Mm-hmm. So I think awards mean more the longer you've been in the game, mm-hmm. personally. Because, you know, new, you want them, but you're also like, I'm just so happy to be here. But when you're like, I've given them seven years of my life, how have I never won this award? But it's interesting to me because, okay, so I released my first book in at the end of 2015 it's now 2020 Mm -hmm. so I can now say I've been an author for five years Mm -hmm. still till this day I don't think about awards I don't think about but but if somebody says it's like I think in different worlds it's different though like for you saying there's not really a book award but if you say best-selling author Mm -hmm. that's your do you get what I'm saying it's kind of like that that doesn't mean Even, anything for you. No. Really? No. I feel accomplished when like like the ratings. When we when we read the the things that they're saying. Okay. What makes me I don't like pick apart every single thing that they're saying. I don't pick apart all seven thousand or however many and say, they all said this. Yeah. I pick apart what they're saying and I and I say, We're connecting. Wow. I feel accomplished. Wow. That's it for me. Like if I release a book wow. and I re- and and I'm really also it ties into my honesty because when I listen back to this on both of our parts I'm like shit we're really honest here. Right. 
And that's what they're connecting to. We're yeah. not selling something and they're connecting to that. Yeah. We're selling we're not even selling ourselves, but it's like we're, we're here. sharing. We're sharing yeah. ourselves. And they're connecting. And they're connecting. That makes me feel accomplished. Because wow. my goal is not all the extra things. My goal is literally just to connect. Like that was from the very first day, it was like I need to connect. See, wow. I don't know if it's my my ego or the fact that I'm a Virgo, but I want to do things that haven't been done. I have to, like, if I were to get an Emmy nomination for something, that would mean a lot to me. Okay. Like, I couldn't just be like, oh, cool. No, that validation would be exciting. It would. Mm-hmm. I think okay. even being recognized for amazing work publicly mm-hmm. as an actor is like, maybe we're just all narcissists, but we love for the we love to know that you all enjoyed it. I guess for me, what kind of helped me in figuring out this whole, you know, like goal and like thing of mind is I started dating Mark right before I released my first book. Mm -hmm. So I've seen him go to award shows and lose. Mm -hmm. I've seen him come home upset. I've seen all of these things when like Mm -hmm. he puts his heart and his soul into his music. And sometimes, you know, they go to like the bigger award shows and they lose to people who like you could see they put that shit together. Right. That wasn't like built from like the soil. Right. Like you had help with that. This is this is real. Like this is emotion. Yeah. And they don't even, the people higher up or whoever's deciding, they don't even see it. Yeah. Because they're just paying attention to the shit that's easy to listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So because I've had to, I've been able and privileged to see that for so many years, I've learned like, okay, none of that shit really yeah. matters. And I'm not like taking away from like what no, you yeah, want. You've, yeah, you've no. offended me already. So you just might as well fucking continue your fucking paragraph. She's like, once I realize all this shit is fucking fake, I'm like, bitch, I no. want my motherfucking Emmy, bitch. <laughs> No, I'm just the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't want you to get there. And then No, that can't be the sole reason is what you're saying. It can't be yeah. the ultimate goal. No, because no, no. Then no, it'll no. ruin you. No, you know no, no, I mean? no, no. Yeah. That is that is a goal, but my ultimate is like to inspire transparency and fucking joy yeah. through just generations. Yeah. Like, of course, I want girls who look like me to see and be like, yo, I could be quirky. I could be articulate. I could be all these weird mm-hmm. fucking things. I could fucking, I don't know. I, I want people <laughs> to see me and be inspired and go, I want to be freer because I saw this girl. Right. I want to laugh a little bit more because she seems like she yeah. laughs a lot. I laugh so much, it's annoying. I will just, everything's funny. I was like, this guy was trying to date me and he goes, I feel like you're always laughing at me. I'm like, bro, I'm just happy. Yeah. Like, I laugh a lot and I want people to see my joy and just go, I want to dig a little bit deeper into mine. But I'm not going to lie. I think especially, but certain awards mean less to me. Music, I think it's very hard for them to grade it because it's just so I don't know. It can just be anything. You know, mm-hmm. you could have a song where you're just humming and mm-hmm. dum, dum, dum. you could have a big trap song. Like, so for people to really just compare music, yeah. sometimes I think the Grammys aren't fair. Why I think I have a tie to the Emmys is any show can have a different concept, but we pay attention to is the writing good? Mm-hmm. Is the lighting good? Mm-hmm. Was the set nice? Like, mm-hmm. we kind of really visually are like, ah, that just looks so cheap. I can't get into it. Mm-hmm. We really have a, a certain standard to compare to. Mm-hmm. So I know I'd be excited if I was part of a project mm-hmm. that across the board was undeniably shot well right. and was undeniably executed well right. beyond the, the storyline. Just like, 
wow, this looks and sounds and yeah. feels amazing. Yeah. What a great work of art. But yeah. I don't know. It probably, you know, probably is my fucking ego. Shit, I'm going to want an Emmy until I fucking get one. And then I might want two. And that's toxic. But um, but yeah, but I think the success can't be rooted in fame, money, and awards. But I think it's totally natural. But you'd be surprised because for a lot of yeah, people Yeah, for losers. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, and I just, I want to be famous every fucking day. But it's some like, people reach the goal is what I'm saying. And it's... Uh, and they're here and, and it's like the blind leading the blind because yes. it's like all they care about is the accolades. They don't right. care about nothing deeper than that. Yeah. And then you got people behind them listening to their shit or watching their shit. And you're just like, yeah. Oh, you yeah. guys are into him. Blind leading the blind for sure. I, I mean, but I think you can always kind of tell when you're just like, you don't do this for the crap. You can tell. You can so tell. Like, <laughs> And they'll say tell. it. They'll be like, you know, fuck this music shit. I just like the jewelry. I'm <laughs> like, okay, loud and clear. You made it fucking clear. You don't give a fuck about the art. For me, those people don't move me. I don't lose sleep over them. I don't even think about them because I love artists who love the craft. So you won't listen either. If it's Will a it turn you off? <laughs> okay, no. See, I be turned off. I be turned off. I know, but if it's that much of a banger and in my cheeks start to quivering, <laughs> I gotta just let the cheeks quiver. You know. Um, <laughs> let me get back on topic. Is it possible? <laughs> it must be the weed. <laughs> Is it possible to teach yourself a positive state of mind? Ooh. I like that. Um, honestly, I feel like I have done that to myself. You taught yourself? Yeah. Because I was negative. Everybody hears this and they're like, wow, she seems so joyful in this and she's got it together. Mama was a negative, <laughs> nasty Virgo, honey. <laughs> Mama was judgmental. Her way or you better get back on your highway. Okay. I was not always this. Yeah. I was creative. I was fun. I was nice enough. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of qualities <laughs> didn't like, you know, really insecure, you know, negative, mean comments for what? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. Did you see like her pants? Like, what did I get out of that? You know, now if there's like a tassel spinning on their booty, I'm like, did you see their pants? But I'm yeah. not just going to point out. I just, yeah. I said so many things that were so unnecessary for so long of my life mm-hmm. that I think I taught myself this. Mm-hmm. I think I practiced this beyond taught it. I think it was like, even like I started getting extreme paranoia because, you know, I'd be talking about people mm-hmm. and <laughs> and the jokes were funny and they were. And none of them, I never make looks jokes. I just, I'll be like, you saw her digging her booty. Like, yeah. I, I'm never going to be like, oh, wow, you know. Did you see her arm? Like, I don't believe in talking about things you cannot change. But when people cut up and I get a good joke, I just want to share the good joke. Mm -hmm. I started getting paranoid, though. Like, oh, my God, what if I sent this to them? Like, my spirit knew you shouldn't say that. Like, even though it's not the end of the world and it wasn't a horrible joke and it wasn't like a wicked mean joke, it was still unnecessary. Yeah. And yeah. my my brain is sometimes comedy is a little raunchy. Sometimes yeah. it's a little mean, and I'll be like, "Yeah, girl, I saw her. You know, she had to go. Like, I didn't need to say that. You know, <laughs> if somebody like gets sick, you know, or like has gas at the party, I don't need to tell somebody like, "Yeah, girl, she was blowing it up. That's not nice." You know? I cannot. It's stand just you. It's just not nice to put people out there like that. And I just got such a tickle out of it. I loved being a little mean. And so this new girl you're hearing who is conscious of the things she says 
was a little meaner. And yeah. I think I taught myself to watch my fucking mouth. Every joke doesn't need to come out. And <laughs> Even leave, if you think it, just keep it to yes, yourself. and leave people alone a little bit. I feel like I do that. I be making mean jokes in my head, and I'm like, I'm not going to say that because Mark's going to laugh, but yeah. it's still just so mean. When we say mean, we're, we do not make horrible. There's certain shit that is always going to be off limits. But if we just see something really funny, like a good panty line, I got to make like, girl, she got them thick panties on. Like, and I know it's wrong. <laughs> but here's why it's not that bad. Oh, I can't. She can get thinner panties and I've had a panty line and it that's probably why it's tickling me because it reminds me of something that happened to me so anyway let's fucking move forward before somebody gives us a mean review like well they're bullies who laugh at each other's jokes <laughs> holy shit what was the question is it possible <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> to teach yourself a positive mindset you yeah. tell me queen yeah you 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 did um, I, yeah, I feel like I, in like 2016, early 2017 era, I was real, I was real sad. Oh. But not even like. Oh shit, I'm Pat Queen. No, not even just like sad of just like, oh, I wish things were like this. I wish things were like this. I just like laid in bed. Mm. I just didn't want to be around anyone. Mm. I was just to myself. I I was negative about people coming over. I was like, oh, I don't want to see them. Ugh, I don't want to meet your friend. Like, it was always just something bad. Like, mm. no, I just don't like this. I don't feel like that today. I just want to lay in bed today. It was oh, a lot right. of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what exactly what the shift was, but I just remember feeling tired. Maybe I was inspired. Maybe I saw something I liked. Maybe I went somewhere and was like, oh, this feels good. I want to do more of this. I don't know. Wow. But something happened, and I definitely told myself, you can't live like this. Maybe it was like, oh, is Mark going to love me if I'm still like this? I have to be happier. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was definitely something. I want to go to the other side. Yeah, I want to go over there and see what it's like because I'm just tired of being like this. Wow. You're so tired of life, and then you start being tired of yourself being tired of life Ooh, you, hold on bitch you're shaking the table more than an earthquake slow down <laughs> slow down you're tired of it's exhausting being negative is fucking draining. isn't it draining it is draining and it feels like it's inevitable sometimes if you let your mind wander enough it just will somehow attach to like a negative thought it is so hard to keep on a positive path, but it's work. Yeah, it's it like, is. but it, it looks effortless when you really practice it, but it's work. Every yeah. day that I wake up, I make a choice. And if I don't like something, I go, what is the solution? Mm -hmm. Instead of sitting with the problem. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is it going to do for me to be like, and I'm going to dwell on this for a while and how mad it makes me. Yeah. No, I'm going to find the solution. If I ate like shit one day, then the next day I'll fucking juice and work out. Everything can be fixed, yeah. girl. Relax. It's just about climbing mountains. Yeah. And it's like every single day, you're going to have to wake up and you're going to have to climb, climb a mountain. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, you don't go through anything. Oh, this, that, and the other. No, I, we go through shit. Yeah. But by the end of the day, mm -hmm. we're like, how can we How can we make this better? Yeah. How can we feel better? Yeah. We challenge ourselves to not sit and dwell and cry for days and days and days to the point where you can't bring yourself out of that. Oh, amen. She said, hold on, run it back. She said, we challenge ourselves. She period because 
I used to, I used to not challenge myself. Right. You'd go I used with to it. just I just go with it and I was like, this feels okay. And then I was like, okay, how would it feel if you just did this for a second? And then you try it and you go back to your ways. You tried. Right. It was hard. It was too hard. And then you try for like a year sometimes. You're like, let me try. Let me try. I'm going to be nicer. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to do this. But at yeah. least you're challenging your mind and saying, let's just try. Let's just try. Let's just try. Yeah. And one day you try and yeah. you like how it feels. Yeah. And it takes way more bravery to be kind and compassionate mm-hmm. than it does to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be a bitch and be mean and, excuse me, get out of my way. But to really be like, she pushed me, but it's really not worth my energy. <laughs> excuse me. That takes way more strength, patience. Kindness takes bravery. It really does, you know? And I think that kind of, I mean, my question was going to be, how do you combat that negative energy? But it sounds like it's it has to be a conscious decision. Yeah. It's not just something you learn to do. You have to catch yourself in the middle of the negative thought, the middle of the negative action, and go choose another fucking route. I think it's all mental, but I'm also... I'm very logical. So I'm like, just think about it, you know? Some people are like, yes, bitch, but I get sad. And I'm like, well, think happy thoughts. But I get it's not that simple. But I think it's catching yourself. When I say something mean, I go, why did you say that in your head? Do you have people around you or friends that are draining? (laughs) Okay, what I tell you about this, bitch? (laughs) I told you I was going to beat your ass if you did this again, didn't I? Oh, my God. Don't make me beat your ass in front of our favorite engineer, okay? So, uh, you just made me so mad. What did you ask me? (laughs) What did you say? I went black. Do you have friends? Oh, yes. Who drained me? Oh, there you go. Or family members. I'm not going to talk on my family because they're real sensitive. And they're going to be like, yeah, I heard episode 23. Um, You got a problem with me? Uh, Friends. Yeah, they drain me. They drain me all the fucking time. But, 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 mama is setting boundaries, which we will discuss. But, um, But I've set so many boundaries to where less people are draining me. And it is the most freeing fucking feeling. Okay. But I always, always had people draining me. And it was... Bring it back to the top. Taking away from my life being good. Mm-hmm. Because it was just like, God, they their stress is my stress. I have no real stress right now. Yeah. Love my life. Working out. Work is good. Covering this. Feeling, you know, admired. Uh, mm-hmm. Life is cool. But why am I stressed out? Because that bitch just told me all her problems and now I'm exhausted. And then three more people tell me all their problems and people that I have no real bond with. That's the fucking issue. Mm -hmm. You could tell me every problem in the world. I've told you, we've talked about the same fucking stories a (laughs) hundred times. And I'm sure you're like, well, just be patient. Just be patient. Just be patient. You're you're really, I love you, queen. Um, But it's like when people hit you up who you're not even close with to complain. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck am I your pick to complain to? I I don't talk to you. So I think it was like yeah they were really dumping a lot of shit on me but I think I've established so many boundaries lately that people understand like I'm I think I'm disrupting her Mm -hmm. I'm gonna chill out Mm -hmm. when before I never wanted anyone to feel like a burden yeah so I would suck it up and just be like they're taking advantage they're abusing this this is too much but I didn't want them to feel like a burden you're being a burden Like, even I've been telling... That just me in the face. Yeah, I've been telling friends, like, if you think you're a burden, you're going to start acting like one. Yeah. 
don't come around if you think you're a burden. Yeah. Don't come around if you don't think you deserve to be around me. Yeah. I want people around who feel like we're equals. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. You know, and that's like really tough love. Yeah. But you think you're a burden. You'll become one. Yeah. You'll act like one, mm-hmm. and then you'll be one. Yeah. So yes, you're you're on your journey to being a burden. Good job. <laughs> Keep fucking thinking that. Like, no, you have to be like, okay. And why do you feel like a burden? Are you complaining a lot? Yeah. Are you overstaying your welcome? Yeah. Do you, are, are you, you insensitive? Doing too much? Are you doing too much? Do you need to shut the fuck up in the restaurant? Yes, you're being a burden now. Yes, I said it. <laughs> I fucking said it. Life is good. And I said it. That's being a burden. Is coming around with bad vibes just because. Oh, no. You came out the house feeling like shit, so it's like, I'm going to pick <laughs> on every girl I see. I'm going to say the food sucks even if I love it. Like, some people just come, like, fully equipped with the I bad know. vibes. I know. What is that about? Leave I don't your... know. Look, okay. <laughs> I need silence for this one. Oh. If you got bad vibes, you need to either, A, shake them off. Shake them off. Or, B, not come out the house. Stay. Because we can feel the bad vibe in the room. Yeah. We know which corner the bad vibe is in. And guess Hater what? energy. Guess what? We're all going to migrate somewhere else. Yeah. You can feel the bad vibe. And we're not talking about sadness or anxiety. No, no. We're talking about somebody who doesn't like themselves and they pulled up to just bring bad vibe. To talk to about people. To point. To be mean. Like, we're all having a blast. We all are showing love to each other. We're all smoking together. We're all drinking together. We're all... And you just sitting in the corner with these mad-ass eyes. Like, what's the issue? We all having fun. Those are the people who they drink and you stay clear oh my god but that's a whole nother conversation no we right, let me let me just this. say this let me just say this there's no such thing as an angry drunk only a angry person who is drunk when people go i'm only angry when i drink i'm really not like that no baby that's the real you so you can't drink with everybody if you want your life to be good you see how i brought that back you like that huh i'm like uh ricky lake our, our listeners from 2002 or like Ricky Lake Google <laughs> do you even know who Maury is or are you like 14 are there any places <laughs> that you've had to like stay away from because you wanted to just like move freely and not have that bad energy when you went there or any people that you would let come around you call you etc and you knew they were a bad vibe you knew that they were going to bring shit onto your life you knew that when you were going to when you answered the phone okay, it was going to be you're triggering me <laughs> listen i let you go how do you i let you go she's like when you know they're going to suck you dry you're going to smoke yourself till you end up on the floor you know those people who make you want to sock yourself in the face until your nose is broken do you let them go do you tell them? Do you tell them you're a bad vibe? Stop calling me on this bad vibe <gasps> shit. Call me with some good news for once. Like, what do you do? Uh, I am patient with some. Okay. I will say to some, dang, man, why are you being so negative? I won't ever come at it mean, mm-hmm. but I will be like, do you realize how much you're complaining about stuff? Like, I'll yeah. try to be nice about it, yeah. but I address it for sure. As far as cutting people off when it's a bad vibe... 
it's difficult when they have no self-awareness because mm -hmm. how do you cut them off when they're like, well, explain your feelings and you can never really meet them there. But in the same, you don't have to explain to anybody why you're cutting them off. That's kind of a luxury of like, you're not in my life anymore because um, it's a nice thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's the right thing to do, but you, you're not required to yeah. explain to everybody why they're no longer in your life. But for me, yeah, I... I lately have just been like, I don't want to be around it. Like, I feel like I literally had to act around certain people and just like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, what's new with you? It felt like work. Do you tell and people about themselves? Or would you just rather cut it off? I'd rather. Or, that's or be so distant. hurtful to be like, I don't enjoy being around you. So you don't? How can I say that? You're so not fun. I feel like, <laughs> I, I, feel like <laughs> I feel like I have to tell a person. I don't necessarily automatically always just cut the person off for bringing shit to my life. Okay. I will. I definitely will time and time and time though. again. But after the conversation, just because I want to at least tell you about yourself. I don't want to okay. leave you out here in the dark. I want you to know, like, this is what I'm not feeling. And sometimes other people have said it too. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I don't want you to just go through life not knowing, like, oh, why can't I keep people around and stuff? Like, no, I want to let you know, like, yeah. that thing you do, everyone feels a little uncomfortable now. And you don't want people to feel uncomfortable. So maybe it's something that you didn't even realize that you do. Right. I have to let you know. But if you keep doing that thing, I'm going to still give you chances. You're still a part of my life. Yeah. But if you keep doing that thing that I already told you, like I, it makes me uncomfortable. And so I cannot, because yeah. now I feel anxiety when you come around. I feel like, uh, I have to go early. I have to come early so I can leave early. So I don't have, yeah. you know, I'm doing all of this shit that's causing stress and anxiety in my mind. And right. that's making it so that my life is not good right now. Cause right. stress and anxiety. Yeah. Fuck my life up. They, literally shake my world well it makes sense i didn't i think i was taking it a little too personal and applying it to my literal life you're saying when somebody has a switch up and you have to cut them off in my head i'm thinking of just outgrowing people do you have a goodbye convo it's like i'm not gonna hurt your feelings uh, and no, say we're no but i'm of course making it a little too personal yeah. um, i feel like you and i weren't as close in the times when you were going through like your sadness and mm -hmm. when I was going through my sadness but let's just say mm -hmm. like me and you right now all of a sudden blah I'm not gonna say the words cause that you know we just talked about speaking shit but let's just say at the same <laughs> time <laughs> but at the same time we're going through some shit right okay and we're both we're both going through it for like three months and then one of us you you become happy again and okay. I'm still here. Yes. I feel like I feel like you should tell me, yeah. okay, it's time to get up. Like yes. it's time to like find yeah. your rather than just like hundred mm, percent. Yeah. But we are we're close enough. You have enough common sense. Everybody <laughs> some people are just like, you don't understand. This is the process. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna fucking beg you to get up. But I think you have um, you're very open-minded. You'd be like, you know what? Maybe it is time to get up. But I know who I so can convince some, and who I can't. Some people deserve yeah. the conversation and some don't. Some people don't because even know Because they won't even understand up. it. Yeah. But yeah. then there's some who are just lack so much self-awareness and I've had to release that to where I'm like, it wouldn't do anything. But yeah. there's some where I'm like, this is worth fighting for. Oh my yeah. God, no. You got to get out of this shit. Yeah. Life is too good. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does it feel like for you when you think of being stuck in your sadness or just being stuck in general? Have you experienced that where you felt like you could not get out of the quicksand? Yes. Like, I'm trying to be positive, but I just, I physically cannot change my ways. 
Yes. Um, I feel like there was a period in time when I used to curse myself because I used to be like, oh, I'm not making enough money. Oh, this, that, and the other. I would complain. Just it was, it was a lot of it was money related. Okay. But I would curse myself in the ways that I would say things. Mm-hmm. And because I was, because I would like place so much value into money, there would be days where I'd be like sick in the bed. Like I would be crying in the bed just because, just for, just because I felt like crying. Like, but it was because the idea of like, oh, I'm not successful enough or like, oh, uh, why is that person signing this amount of dollar deal? And I'm just stuck here. Like I would, there was that time period. And... Eventually, I think it was maybe Mark who was just like, you need to stop saying that. Mm. And I was like, because I knew it kind of like offended him. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to be conscious. I'm going to try to stop saying that. Did it hit you like a ton of bricks when he said it? Yeah, because he said it in a certain way. Like, it was like, that's disgusting. You know, my dad said it to me. You're so negative. And it sat. When they hit you with the with the disgust. You're like, fuck, am I acting disgustingly? So now you never want to do it again. Wow. And once I stopped thinking, once I stopped saying it, and then once I stopped thinking of it that way, I just, wow, I was no longer stuck. Money started flowing. It was a ideas. Ideas started flowing even because when you're stuck, like you can't even think straight. Right. You're not. You're not creative. Right. You're too in your head about this one thing that it's so it's draining all of your energy. So you can't even think about extra shape when you're just so stuck in that place. It's hard to get out. I definitely had to make the conscious decision to be like, okay, I have to pull myself out of this thing. And to be honest, I feel like once you get out of that thing, whatever you're stuck in, whatever hole you're stuck in, you feel so much lighter. Mm hmm. You mm-hmm. feel you feel 20 pounds lighter. Yeah. It's like all of the stress and tension on your neck and on your back, like it just came off and now you feel good. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been stuck in a place physically? Okay, I'm living with somebody I fucking cannot stand or I'm at a job that is miserable or, you know, like a, a story where you think of physically being stuck because there's some people who are like man I just I hate my job but I can't get work anywhere else and it's less of a mindset for them and more I just hate where I'm at. I felt stuck when I was working at Staples. Um, I enjoyed working at Bloomingdale's up until like the last couple of months. So I felt stuck then. Um, I felt stuck when I was with my last manager because he didn't understand my ideas. And I was like trying so hard to make him understand. And he still didn't get it every time we talked. So I felt stuck because now I'm put in a position where I have to let you know that you don't understand me and I have to fire you. So now I'm stuck because I'm like, I'm, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's like, you're just stuck in that, in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was at, when me and Mark were living in downtown, I felt stuck because I was moving into a place where he used to live with his ex and like all of her shit was still there. And so it was like all of her energy was still there too. So while we're living there, like I felt stuck, like I felt like, and I have nowhere else to go to say like, let's just wait till we can move in somewhere else with each other. And then like, this is your place, so I can't force you to move out if you don't want to wow. move out, you know? So it was like, I felt stuck. Wow. Um, I've, yeah, I've, I've felt stuck a lot, a lot of times Jeez. in my life. Yeah, and, and each time, though, um, 
I would say I'm stuck anywhere between like two to three to four months. Wow. Yeah, because I get I I can be stuck for a while. Like I I'm not like quick to be like we got to get up, we got to get up. So I'll be stuck even with this positive mindset, even with like with all of the extra shit. Wow. Sometimes it's just like courage. Like, do you have the courage to get yourself out of this situation? Because you can still be positive in the situation. <sighs> but are you fearless enough to literally go start looking for something else? How, what What is the fed up moment? Like, how do you, what What makes it end at the three months? What happens mentally? Or what do you do? Um, That's a good fucking question. You better call me Oprah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you better call me Ayanla, honey. I'll cry. I'll cry my eyes red to the point where I feel like my stomach is hurting. Um, and then I say, no, I have to get the fuck out of this. Like, oh, I literally, like, once I get to that end, once I get to the end, I'm like, I got to get the f- I got to go. I got, there's no way. Get the fuck ASAP. Yeah, like, there's no way. It's literally this, like, in my mind, I'm like, it's life or death. Like, You're going to get sick if you don't. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I got to go. I got to go. And with moving, with Mark, I was like, nah, you know what? Yeah. I've been here for, like, a minute. Like, we got to, I don't care. It could be a one bedroom in the worst. I got to get out of here. Mm. I do not care about anything other than getting out of that situation. So I'm not think I'm not sparing no feelings. Wow. I'm not thinking about nobody else. I'm thinking about myself because I am tired. Wow. Yeah. Even when you have a baby, it's like you as a mom and I'm sure a lot of moms go through this. You start you feel stuck because you're like I don't know how to tell him that he needs to participate more. I don't know how to tell him that he needs to work less. How can you tell that to the person who's providing? Right. You know, so you feel stuck because you're like, okay, fuck. I have, like, I have no choice. I can't ask for extra time. Like, I have to feel guilty if I'm asking for that because this person works all day, all night, thinking about this, covering this, you know? And you start to feel like, you start to feel like, okay, what did I sign? You start to think all kind of crazy ass shit. What did I sign up for? Am I good enough? Am I this? Am I that? When you're stuck in that, wow, you have to tell yourself, yo, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious. There are ways to compromise. Unless you're with a shit person who doesn't give a fuck about your mental health. Right. The person you're with, in any in any essence, like whether it's your partner, your baby daddy, your anything, the person has to love you enough to see something isn't right. Can you please take the baby for three hours a day so I can shower, so I can clean up a little, so I can do this, so I can do that? Ask for what you need. Wow. To get yourself unstuck from that situation, you have to literally verbalize it. Say, open your mouth. I need this. Not, oh, could you? uh, No, I need this. I need to write. I'm a writer. I'm a creative. I haven't written in three weeks. No, 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 no. I feel like shit. Literal. I literally feel terrible. Wow. Because this is what I need to do to feel good. Wow. Like we just said, how we was just saying, I need to be doing these. So to wrap this shit up, I feel good. (laughs) I feel good because I'm finally in a place where I feel like I have full support from everyone in my life. I have the immense amount of love from everyone in my life. And I feel like I can do anything. Wow. I don't feel stuck. 
I feel like life is good and it's going to keep being good because I'm no longer allowing myself to be stuck in anywhere, in any place, with anyone. Oof. Period. Punto. <laughs> A punto period. Wow. Jeez, queen. You better wrap it up and throw the fucking journal in my face. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn, girl, she said in the episode's fucking over, bitch. So say your piece. Um, Wow. I really don't have much to say after that. I feel like uh, I'm loving that we're in the same space. I feel like it's so rewarding to have somebody in life who is just feeling the same shit all the time. All the time. I don't know how. We'll be miserable at the same days, sad the same days, heavy flow on the same days. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, bitch. I really, we are tapped in. Uh, but it's amazing that we're both in this space and it's so much joy. It's so much laughter. It's so much perspective. Mm -hmm. It's so much being able to see from everyone's point of view and release. Mm -hmm. She's just angry. Release. He didn't need to do that. That was so fucking racist. Oh, that was so mean. But release. It's not worth messing up my day. God damn it. I thought they were open. Drove all the way here. They're not. Release. Mm -hmm. It's like once you just let the shit fall off like, you know, a waterproof raincoat. Seriously. Literally. It's just like life gets so good. And so you start to appreciate the little joys. Like we're so happy to be doing our thing. Mm -hmm. We extended the season for you guys. Um, so, you know, we, we wanted to make sure you guys were fulfilled with season one. And so I feel like. Life is just good, and life being good doesn't mean that bad things aren't happening. Life being good doesn't mean that there's shitty things, you know, everything's gone from the world, that yeah. shit. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't mean that life is perfect. Mm -hmm. It just means that the perspective I'm choosing right now is to be a grateful person, mm -hmm. to be appreciative, mm -hmm. and just to see the big picture and mm -hmm. go, overall, life is good. So, so the challenge of the week. Oh, she said <laughs> so. Okay, queen, tossing it to you. You better go ahead, Naomi Osaka. <laughs> Toss that ball, girl. Yes. The challenge of the week is to ask yourself. Ask yourself. How you can see the bigger picture better. Yeah. Ask yourself how you can be more positive. More positive. How you can be more happy. Happy. Ask yourself what can you do. For yourself. For myself. To just be content. Yeah. To be satisfied. In a good way. In a good way. way. <laughs> I know that's right. And guess what you're going to do once you reflect on that? We're writers. What do you have to do, Reyna? <laughs> you got to make a list. Of how many? Maybe 10. If you're really up for the challenge, give them another, another, another number. If you're really up for the challenge, 25. Boom. 25. And if you are tapped into your gratitude, that should take you no time to just go boom, boom, boom. Everything <laughs> is a blessing. Don't just think like, okay, well, I paid my bills this month. Like, damn, my body isn't aching. You know, mm -hmm. I ate breakfast. Small blessings count too, man. So if you want to really get into that headspace of life being good, understand that it has nothing to do with the state of the world being perfect because it never is going to be. There's always going to be shit. But it's waking up, choosing to do your best, choosing joy, choosing laughter, choosing to brush it off. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the space that we're in right now is that, you know, we're working on the weekends like usual. Uh <laughs> Who caught that? Um, life is good, no future. So everybody, uh, we hope that you take this challenge. It is the, the least you can do to just be grateful for what you have is to just write it out, read it, and just throw it away if you want to do that. Burn it. I don't give a shit what you do, but I want you to write it down. Yeah, all of you listening. 
Yeah. Don't close this. If you're listening, write it out. Right, Raina? Mm -hmm. 25 if you're really feeling fly. This has been another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. Feels like three hours, by the way. I'm Skye. <laughs> and I'm Raina. And we've been doing these long-ass episodes for y'all, so I hope you leave a rating, preferably five stars if you think we're five-star bitches. See ya! <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.